This is WSIU In Focus. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Southern Illinois native, SIUC graduate, and journalist Jeremy Finley is out with his first novel. The Darkest Time of Night is now available in stores, and I talked with him about the book. So the idea for the book came from my mother-in-law's experiences when she was working at an astronomy department uh, while my father-in-law was in law school. And she kind of stunned us with this story one day and told us how she worked for a professor who did UFO research. And she would take bizarre messages from people all over the world for him, talking about strange sightings and abductions. And she told us the story, and I laid awake at bed that, in bed that night and thought, this has the makings for a great thriller. And bless her heart, she that story is what is behind this story. Did you tell her she inspired the story, or has she been kept in the dark? So here's the fun surprise for her. Uh, she didn't know. In fact, I didn't even tell her until after I had gotten the publishing deal. And it was one of those, hey, I need to tell you that I, I got a book deal. It's kind of based on your experiences uh, working in that astronomy department. Uh, but I, I was very careful not to ask her any more more details about it, because this is a complete work of fiction. This did not happen to my mother-in-law, what obviously happens in this book, but I basically used my, her experience as a jumping-off point, uh, but I didn't want the, the line to blur between truth and fiction. The book is very X-Files, and it is from the very first page. I can vividly see Mulder and Scully investigating something like this. Would you classify yourself as a, a science fiction nut? So I will say that I am an, a reader of everything, and, I'm a, and I love movies, and I love TV shows. I, you know, the fact the book has been compared to Stranger Things and X-Files is just such an honor for me because I love those shows. But I, I really don't define myself as, as being a fan of just one genre. Now, I do love the science fiction and thriller genre. That's probably my favorite. Um, but I, I'm just such a fan of any type of literature that I'm happy. You throw me in a bookstore and you throw me in any section and I'm a happy guy. People may recognize you because you grew up around here, but you were also very visible as your journalism career got started in this area. How much did journalism play a part in the writing of this book? Well, I should say first, the fact that I'm talking to my alma mater radio station that taught me so much. I worked at WSIU when I was in college and then had the pleasure of working at the Daily Egyptian. And then my first job was in uh, Channel 12, Heartland News. And so the fundamentals of that helped me so much because truly, when you write for television, it's you've got to make sure that you're writing compelling, you're telling a really interesting story, you're telling stories about people. So broadcast has taught me so much about hopefully writing great stories of fiction. But the one thing that I do like to incorporate in both is that because now I work in investigations, I do investigative reporting, everything is about proof and details and accuracy, of course. And I like to bring that into the novels. I like for people to be able to read this and say, this feels real, even though it is a work of fiction. So I, I want to bring those details. I want to bring those accuracies to, uh, to these books so they hopefully do feel real. 
How did you do your research? So I spent an extreme amount of time researching how UFO researchers in the 1950s and the 1960s conducted their work. And you've got to imagine the limitations on them, because here they were facing so much scrutiny and so much disbelief, and there wasn't the Internet, and there wasn't anything like that for them to communicate or share their ideas. But they literally took these stories from people, and they researched it, and they documented the best they could, and they talked to people all over the world. So that was a huge part of what I did to prepare for, you know, hopefully reflecting what it was like to do that type of work in the 50s and 60s. And the book's been out for less than a week, and it's getting some pretty good reviews. People Magazine, the New York Post. Are you surprised at all? Yeah, I, um, I was telling you this morning, Jen, that I woke up to news that People Magazine had chosen it as one of the best new books. And being from Carterville and very and, and proud of my roots in that town, and to you know have your uh, your work featured in magazines like that and the New York Post and and that kind of thing is it's astounding. You never stop being that small town guy. You you never do. It's still you know who you are, and I'm and I'm proud to be that. Um, it's just, it's a, it's almost like I'm, I'm watching somebody else go through this because it can't actually be happening to me, but uh, it sure has been a whole lot of fun so far. And as I understand it, you'll be headed home this weekend, a book signing at Barnes & Noble in Carbondale at 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon, then at 4 o'clock, a reception at the Ann West Lindsay Library in Carterville. That's right, and I would just love to see uh, all of my friends and family. My family is still in southern Illinois, um, have many great friends from high school uh, that are still there. So whoever wants to come out, I would love to see you. Just just to see your face, that, that would be worth it for me. What about the future, Jeremy? Is this a series, or what can we expect from you? I am thrilled to say that um, the sequel to The Darkest Time of Night will come out next year. Author Jeremy Finley, thanks so much. Jennifer, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to WSIU.